Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around Law of Attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. Ah, Gina! Hello, Holly! Listen, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Last week. Last week. We had Gina's magical birthday adventures. (laughs) At only 25% capacity. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, how much adventure can one have? Not as much. A a quarter. (laughs) Oh my god. Only a quarter, but it was a great time. I we kind of recreated this as much as you can in COVID times. Um ventured to the big city and went to uh, our favorite restaurant where they treat us so well. It's the scene of the Holly's birthday magic crime that I missed unfortunately in March and so it was a great time. Well, it's Fantastic been more than time. one year of that. Oh, multiple years. But yes, the more recent one. Well, listen, okay, we're at 25% capacity in Seattle. The big city would be Seattle and that's only at 1.5 stage 1.5. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... I mean, listen, I don't even know what the rules are anymore. I, there was clearly not 25% capacity happening even. So, I it don't was know. Pretty minimal. I mean, it was so much fun, though. I no, mean, it was but, fantastic. Like, adventure is relative. Like, I mean, it was a big adventure from what we've been through. Okay, like, because <laughs> we, we left fought, the house. We got to leave the house. <laughs> and we saw other humans. We, we saw humans <laughs> and interacted, yeah. and we had fun. Um, I but will you s- kind of forget how to do that. It's interesting. Oh, like, it you're sitting there in that, like, just what used to come so natural just banter and give and take it just it feels like it was a little bit awkward which i've never said that in my entire that existence. you're awkward yeah well that banter and lightness is h- hard or awkward yeah i well, mean you it is what, you get out you, of practice right did you notice that like some of them not our waiter but the other people that talked to us that worked there had to stand six feet away when they talked to us with yes. a mask on. With <laughs> masks on, like, I how know. How do you banter and with you, that? You were so. I mean, all your skills were completely <laughs> wasted because you could not rope any other. You could not hold court. You'd have to yell to the people at no, least twelve was feet away. That. No, okay. nobody, nobody was having it. Twelve so, feet. It was at least twelve feet. I think it was the most peaceful meal any other patron at this restaurant would have had if you were involved. <laughs> Ever. I think that's probably true, right? I know it was it was fun though. It was well, ex- exactly what I needed and a good we, time out. Was we knew that. I mean, honestly, all. usually we take Uber into Seattle, particularly if we know we're going to have a few oh, drinks, yeah. and uh, we definitely were because we, I mean, like it was unleashed. Okay, like it's like <laughs> we had a lot of making up. To we do. had some making up. To, although you know what, we paced ourselves really. We nicely. did really well. I think yeah. we ate more than we drank, which is usually the yeah, opposite. Yes, okay? yes, very true. <sighs> anyway, I'm still getting over that, but it was yep. so yummy. Um, I will say that uh, my daughter's 16. I was like, you know, since I buy your insurance, she's just going to be the train. So she was our Uber train. Well, she was awesome. Which is, I probably I should have be drugged up before I had her drive. Quite frankly, but. well, yeah. I mean, I th- I think maybe or at least wait till she's 18 and has a little bit more practice. That would have m- maybe helped. Also, well, but I was, I'm telling you, she kept us distracted by that wicked 
cool playlist she that's had. True. The music did not suck much better than any Uber I've ever been in. Oh, that's true. I mean, she she does back talk though. I mean, so no Uber driver talks like that. No, <laughs> no, no. She's the most argumentative Uber driver ever. Oh my god! <laughs> but she so did a great job. Funny. She was. It actually made it more special, to be honest. So she did a great job. I love it. I love it. So it was good time had by all. But yes, yeah, some weirdness uh, is still in the air, even when you're trying to be normal. Yeah, it really is. And I, you know, I find it, uh, it's disarming because you don't know where anybody's at. So some people believe it's a problem, some people and scared. Mm-hmm. And some people actually uh, you know, I think it's, it's fake news. Fault. It's fake. Yeah, it's, it's fake, fake news. news. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what I'm seeing is I don't know what the rules are. Mm-hmm. And so, I just I went in to have my floating bone checked out yesterday, oh and the doctor comes in and he holds out his hand. To you shake can't just mine. say that. I mean, you've got to you've got to explain the floating bone. We've talked about my floating bone. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, then she you says have to it's go growing, back and, but the doctor says no, it's not. It. it it's not growing. He, has he seen it before? <laughs> did he did he witness the no. floating bone just months ago? No. Okay. Well, I beg to differ with him. <laughs> Doctor Gina says that's a false. That's a false. Uh, uh, um, Let's get word? back to the point. Well, I'm just saying it's it's bigger. A false diagnosis is that's that what you're exactly? Gonna say? Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Yes. Complete the thought. Okay. So listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know the rules. He. Sh- sh- Held out his hand. I looked at his hand. Of course, I've got a mask on. Right. Can't see whether I'm smiling or giving him a But the doctor held look. out his hand? Todd's shaking. I go, oh, dude, are we shaking? Like, like, what are we doing? He goes, well, yeah. He goes, I'm shaking everybody's hand. I thought, well, should we be shaking? Okay. Well, and then, so I, you never know the rules. So you don't know how to behave. And so this is coming from the medical community. Yeah, this is, yes, we shook. And, and then we elbow bumped on the way out. Oh, so I'll oh, see you. That's good. You encouraged him to not make people uncomfortable going forward. I did. And speaking of making people uncomfortable, today is all about boundaries. We're going to get there. So that was a boundary. (laughs) I don't think I had any. I mean, this is something that's, I'm a work in process, but yeah, you just don't know how to behave and you don't know how, whether people are smiling or I don't know. I'm not having any part of it though. I don't like any of it. Well, I... I, st- I mean, I don't know about you, but like even at the grocery store, I find myself still smiling at the people walking past with their carts because I'm, you know, you know me, I, that's what I do. Like I smile, I yes. say hello to everyone, that that kind of thing. So I, I smile under my mask and I, I think they can see it in my eyes. That's my theory. Even if they can't see my pearly whites, I think they can see it in my eyes. I think that's true. Eyes. I had somebody else tell me, oh, I can tell they're smiling, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't know. That's my theory too. I just, so I, I, I still do it. Because it's 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 without thinking, and then you f- don't even recall that you have the mask on until you do smile and go, "Well, that's kind of stupid." Oh, I always recall I have it on. Oh yeah, well, it's hard for me. Yeah, it's was well, hard for me too, but I forget that people well, can't see the bottom half of my it. face. <laughs> yeah, we are going to get used to it. I didn't think it's going to be here for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I it's it's been an interesting few months, and it continues to be yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we've got six months and we've got six months to go. And so Gina and I want to focus on your mental You're health. saying not, not of the year, not of the COVID 
crisis. Oh no, I'm saying okay. of the year. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, that's took me a minute. Hope. I'm like, oh please. That's not hope. All those those naysayers are saying, oh, it's coming back in the fall. I'm not going to listen. Yeah. I'm not going to listen. Anyway, so... Well, you uh, don't we, listen often anyway, I, so I, I think it's... All these you're rules consistent. for a non-rule follower like me, I hate following. The more rules, the more I want to break, but I'm being respectful, and um, I want to make the most out of my first six months. Like many of us, we feel like we haven't done a damn thing, right? and there's stuff to get done. I mean, yeah. there are things to do. So one of the things that's really important is to be mentally healthy and happy um, and... The other thing that's challenging that today, one aspect, not all, but one aspect, is the fact we're hunkered down for longer periods of time with our family, with whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have healthy boundaries, you're going to end up being unhappy and not feeling well, and particularly not mentally well. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of want to talk about that, Gina. Not that we're experts, but we have something to say about this. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know, it's interesting because I don't think boundaries are the is the word many people are using, but they are talking about fatigue. They're talking about um, anxiety and stress. They're talking about um, just a sense of lack of what is comfortable, what is normal, you know, whether it's schedule, whether it's um, opportunity to find balance between work and life or f fun and work, you know, those kinds of things. So, and I think some simple tactics around boundaries, even when you're hunkered down would certainly be helpful in terms of creating some semblance of structure or normalcy that invites healthy in and, and excludes the unhealthy. Well, you said a mouthful. I'm sorry. Okay. You I said usually do. I mean, it's good. Okay, but let's unpack that. Yeah. So the things that you said in the beginning where you said stress and being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So a sign of being uncomfortable, a sign that you don't have good boundaries is you're you're you have discomfort. It's yeah. it's uncomfortable. Um when somebody like let's say you don't want to be hugged and somebody hugs you, that's a boundary issue. Right. It's uncomfortable. Um, when you're triggered by something your family keeps doing, maybe they don't, we'll talk about emotional boundaries, but maybe they don't put their plate in the sink and you're just pissed off because you've been working like hell mm -hmm. Then you walk out there and shit's everywhere. Okay. Yep. It makes you angry, but you don't say anything. Right. You don't put up the boundaries. You don't, you know, so that creates stress. Oh, so but they feel it. At my house, they all say they know oh my when God. mom's okay, pissed off. So. But still, so, yeah. so I think what you said, so if we're unpacking that, all those things contribute to um, setting up and honoring yourself. I'm going to call this self-care 101, and I still want to rebrand self-care because you didn't like this bitches up, okay, but... <laughs> I know it's been on many episodes since we talked about that. I know. No, I did. Well, I'm I in just, the VIP line. I'm the only one there. And it's all about me. I mean, I don't know. That's too long of a branding right, thing. Right. No, I want to rebrand self-care. Just feels, it feels like something you don't want to do. <laughs> right. Or some, but some people do do it. So self-care, self-care. I mean, ugh. I know. Okay. Listen, we're going to rebrand it, but right now, you know what we're talking about. Okay. We'll take so, suggestions. If you guys want to email we'll LOAuncorked at gmail.com, please I do. I, this VIP is up. <laughs> no, it no, sounds like they're I don't taking get me the, out. This is up part. It's of my either time. the bitch. Oh, okay. It's like my time. Okay. So stand down, bitches. It's my time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, stand, up to bat kind of stand thing. Stand down, uh, imposter VIPs. It's my time. Okay. Like, uh, right. well, that's like almost like a 
It's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I want a cult. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I like it. Okay, well, okay. Okay, but so yes. we're, we're going to do this so self-care. self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super important because you said it yourself, unpacking what you said, is that when Mama Gigi isn't happy, the whole mm-hmm. house knows. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, we need to be able to verbalize that Absolutely. in a way that people can hear. Yes. And so, and then there's physical boundaries there, but we want to talk about some of the emotional boundaries that, that you could have. And this is how you know you need a boundary. Uh, when something makes you uncomfortable or there's discomfort, whether it's at work or mm-hmm. with a love relationship yeah, or... Whatever it is, your Family, husband says friends. they come home at five and they never make it and it bugs you or they're never there for dinner. Or he says he's going to call me and he doesn't call, you know, like right. that's a boundary issue. Absolutely. You know, so you have to, because unless you don't give two shits and then it's not okay, but it has to bother you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and a, a lot of it revolves around respect as well. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, it, respect for self. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. You know, and one of the things that I struggled with, um, for quite a while is what exactly is a boundary and what's a choice. And I think there are two. Mm. So you can make choices that I think resemble a boundary, but until you articulate why you're making the choices you're making is because here's your boundary. Does that make sense? So yeah. the boundary is a clarity in, in what works for you and what doesn't work for you and what you what you want to see, what you don't want to see, what uh, behaviors are comfortable for you, what behaviors are not comfortable for you. And then you make choices based on those things. But then the boundary part, I think, comes in, don't you think, Holly, where is when you can articulate it, that makes me uncomfortable. I'd prefer it if you didn't do that. Right. You know, then, then it becomes more a of a clear boundary. Yes. But it is a choice. But you, yes. So I think you personally make choices differently around your boundary for for yourself. And then you have to articulate your boundaries to other people. That's how I think of it. Yes. Because not everybody has the same boundaries. Correct. And comfort level. Well, some people have really rigid and those are unhealthy and you should have therapy. I mean, honestly, because you're always uncomfortable because people are breaking it because it's not normal. Right. It's too strict. It's It's too strict. Doesn't, doesn't allow for the human experience. Yeah. You're operating out of fear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, And then there's two loose boundaries and God only knows I know all about loose, porous boundaries because, uh, you know, that that's one of the areas I think I had, I mean, I'm acting like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you what, yeah, like I was like, work. I didn't know what's a boundary and what's not a boundary. And for some reason I would be really good. Oftentimes I think this is, this is where you can see like, I'm great at boundaries, but I was only great at boundaries at work. At work. Yeah. I was not great at boundaries when you're in my personal zone and you're in that that fluffy, I love you zone, yes. or we are partners, we're friends, we're, we're personal. Yes. I guess that's how, let me put it that way. Yeah. We're, you're, we're personal. I would allow all kinds of shit to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course that happened in my marriage. You know, mm-hmm. I'd let you lie to me and think, oh, that isn't lying. And I would like, mm, I would pretend like it was okay. Yeah. But then there's something inside of yourself that says, there's a shift. There's a shift that says, I don't feel good. And then some point in time, 
you get used to it. Yeah. And so I thought I knew, but Gina, you you know that I didn't know. No, I I, I would I, be asking you, like, is this a boundary I should have? You know, I even talked to a psychologist about it. I'm like, what are boundaries? Yeah, no, I agree. And I remember, you know, when we f- first um, became friends outside of work, I think we were work friends for a while before we ended up being for quite a while before we ended up being friends outside of the yes. office. Mm-hmm. And I remember even articulating this to this to you in the very beginning of our, our friendship um, outside of the office is you are very different. You are a very different person at home than you are at work. Like at that time you were bipolar like, different, like completely different, completely mm-hmm. different. Yes. And I remember being struck by that thinking, huh, my boundaries are closer between work and home. I still think, for me, home is harder. I think family is harder. I think you because of the love and the affinity. Mm-hmm. It, it is definitely it, it. It's it's not transactional. Like you can kind of compartmentalize work. Yeah, that's a good way be. of putting it. Mm-hmm. So it is always, I think, going to be harder for most people at home. But honestly. That's where it's most important because it's the most personal and most private part of you that you sh- you share with only a small group of people. And so, you know, when those boundaries are broken, the ones that are personal by those that you love, it, the impact is bigger. Yeah, I think. Well, I work, totally agree. Work relationships, or 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 maybe less important relationships in your life. And one thing about and so you had talked about communicating boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and w- one thing about that that's super important that helps the person receiving the message receive it in the space that's meant to be received right. is you don't put it about them. It's about you either. And this is going to sound weird and I'm not like this. I'm very touchy, but, um, like, let's say I don't want to hug from the, the doctor. Okay. <laughs> or a handshake. <laughs> well, well, I was fine with the handshake, truth be told, but like, I don't want, I don't want him to hug me. Okay. Like sure. I was hugged once when I got a mammogram, I got, I was hugged once and I thought I was dying. I thought, shit, why is she <laughs> hugging me? Am I dying? Okay. Like it was so oh, uncomfortable. No. It was clearly a boundary, but I'm a big hugger. Outside of those kind of relationships. But that was not a relationship. That was something that when she hugs me, it means that I'm dying. And and you look at the intent behind it, and I'm sure she was trying to be comforting. Yeah, compassionate. And Mm -hmm. and compassionate, but it scared the hell out of me. So, but getting back to how you put it, but um, with your loved ones or whoever, you put it about yourself and just say, you know what, I really don't like hugging at work. Um, it's really not against you. And I'm sorry, but it doesn't work for me. Um, yeah. I, I hope you don't mind. Um, we can shake hands or, you know, whatever it is. Yep. And so when you put it back on yourself, and so there's not a problem with the person, it's not like you don't like them. It's And you put it back on yourself. That helps ease the communication. Agreed. But I would say anybody in our audience that has struggled, particularly like Holly, I think I was, I think I was way worse than you ever thought of being Gina, but yeah. I appreciate That's all. That's usually the case. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Just for the record. Oh my God. Not true. Not true. But, but uh-huh. <clears throat> you have to set them up and it's imperative to set them up now, particularly like you think of we're in COVID. And so your employer can call you all night long. 
and or you can work all night long and or the kids interrupt you while you're in a meeting and you feel that's disrespectful but you keep allowing that to happen or you know and the list goes on and on Mm -hmm. or your neighbor keeps pounding on things right when you're (laughs) right next (laughs) two feet away from your office you know these things okay like uh, if it's a boundary issue it's a boundary issue you should talk about it so and it's super important right now because I think everybody's a little bit still anxiety ridden and at their wits end. And there's a lot of, we just had a, a, a partial solar eclipse uh, where this is this last, uh, it was Saturday, the 20th for us, June 20th. And we're getting up to another eclipse on July 2nd or 4th, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the energies are typically kind of hard and a lot yeah. of people are sad right now. It's, it's in cancer and cancer tends to be the sign of cancer. Uh, cancer tends to be more feeling and nurturing mm-hmm. and like, let's feel all these creepy feelings. So anyway, so <laughs> and we're feeling, no, we're feeling plenty of the creepy feelings. No time like the present to yeah. get rid of some of those creepy feelings by setting stronger boundaries. Well, and I think you've done a great job, Holly, being a, uh, an example of even if those boundaries weren't clear earlier in your life, you know, when you recognize them and, and and know the importance of creating more space for yourself um, or being clear about what works and doesn't work for you, you, you should put that into action. Even if you have, even if it's not been your practice or a boundary you've had for a long time, boundaries will change over time too. So start now, if, start practicing and, and be clear about what, what works for you. And I, I think it's a simple thing of what, what makes me feel the worst during the day and why? And if if that yeah. is by behavior of other people that you can clearly articulate doesn't work for you, I think everyone benefits if you can communicate it. Um, I don't think anybody intentionally wants to make people feel uncomfortable, unhappy. Nobody wants to share their, make somebody feel yucky or mucky about something. So I think if you can communicate it, um, and it is about you, not about them, or their intention, practice away. I think it's important that we learn to be able to do that. Hey, Gina. Hey, Holly. Listen, Gina, I'm going to be begging for some ratings here. What do you mean? I'd like our audience, if they like us, to rate us five stars on any of the podcast platforms that, yes. that you're, they're listening to. Is that yes. what you're saying? Okay. Like Apple, Spotify. And don't you think it'd be awesome also if they really do like us to add a little comment? Oh, comments would be great. Absolutely. Okay. It really helps us bring the podcast to you and continue to get the feedback that is necessary to bring new listeners. Thanks for your support. Back to the episode. Here we go. Yeah, I agree. And one other idea I had around COVID that's super important, I've heard people at our work talk about this, is that I used to be able to drive home and decompress. Now I have none of that time. Right. And so when your spouse or your significant other or whoever expects you to be present, as soon as you walk away from that computer and you're like, shit, I just need a beer or I need a, you know, whatever it is, yeah. I need a, some downtime, they don't understand it. And that's a good area to figure out what your other compression type thing is. Is it going out for a walk? Is it going watering the plants? Is it like going and tinkering? And then you just say to your spouse, say, you know, I want to spend time with you. You give me 
30 minutes to do this and consider it my commute. And that helps me get my, wrap my head around my day and be ready for you. Yeah, totally. Um, And then who could be upset about that? I wouldn't be upset about that. Or even, or even before you, you know, emerge out of the the room that you're working in all day, which we all have that one space, maybe it's not its own room, but space is maybe just take, you know, a 10 minute, um, there's some great meditation apps out there with a, you know, a quick 10, 15 minute transition. There's plenty of good transitional meditations yeah. from kind of release the work day. Yeah. Work I, I can't that. wait to get out of that room though. I'm oh, telling I, you. No, I a hundred percent get it. But another 15 minutes so that when you come out, if that, if that works, if that's yeah. what's going to fill that up for you. Or you communicate what you need. It, oh, exactly. Whatever that is. Yep. Well, and the other thing that I would bring up for any of those listeners that are dating and, or even married, uh, I know that in dating, I was terrible at you know, setting certain boundaries that work for me and what don't work for me mm-hmm. um, in every slice of the word. And of course, I struggle with that in marriage too, being able to articulate what those boundaries are. And I'm going to say you are a, a happier person if you're able to say, you know, this guy tries to call me on Friday to, to procure me on the weekend. Well, you know what, actually, I don't like that. Or I like that, you know, right. like, it's, exactly. it's not going to be the same for everybody. Right. And I think that um, that has always that always perplexes me. And I, I work, I'm work, I'm going to work on that. I'm continuing to work on that. Yeah. Um, as I proceed, because that was my area of biggest weakness was to be able to say, Oh, that just didn't feel right. Why is it? And and it's funnier with relationships because you have to make sure that you're not like a needy person and or you're unreasonable. Like I think- Or demanding. Healthy, well, that goes back to healthy. What's healthy boundaries? And if you really struggle with that, I do think a professional help is is helpful because, um, yeah, somebody who's- Because I'm, I'm the opposite of that, okay? Right. But am I, I'm too far the opposite. Yeah. Which is I'm unhealthy too. Far too far the opposite. Yeah. And then I, I'm like, well, but I'm not needy, you know? So then I struggle with what's, where's the middle ground? Um, that I'm still still okay with. So that's that one's harder to navigate, but clearly the COVID-related ones seem to be a little bit more cut and dry, yeah. even with the family, and certainly something that people can get their arms around. I 100% agree, Holly. But I, will, I also think it would be helpful to someone that you're dating for them. It's almost like you're providing the playbook yeah, of what I works so. for you, right? Yeah. So I think... And honestly, if that means that, you know, the relationship ends sooner rather than later. That's a good thing. Good thing, right? So it, I think it's a win-win all the way around. It, it it just, for whatever reason, because there's this personal uh, interest, whether it's love or lust or, or possible love, it, it just makes it harder for some reason. And I actually think it's it's a real gift to the person. Well, it is. But like, I get wrapped up in the fact that I think that they should know better. And if they don't know better, it's like the walking to the car. Like I've uh, talked about that a gazillion times. Right. Uh, like I'm like, if they're not walking me to the car at night, that means they don't have respect for me. Yes. And that's what it says. Now, I, at the time, I made excuses for it. And so I'm like, okay, is that something that is um, too much or not right. enough? And does it, they should know or I'm going to get rid of them? Okay, like part of me says, like, I'm, I'm not, like, if you don't, if this isn't right. inherent in your uh, DNA, then goodbye. Well, okay, there's some like, truth to that. I mean, I, I think mean, that's important too, Holly. Because yeah, okay. even if you... 
uh, provide your boundaries. I give him the playbook saying, you got to walk me in the car. Then is he walking me out of the car out of compliance or is he walking me out of the car, right. car because of care? Right. Because of true care. Then I don't know the difference and then I get confused. You can see how well, I get myself spun up. Well, and and during dating, walking me to the car is care. But what other areas, to your point, what other areas will he not be thoughtful and that's exactly and care right. for me? And when you're in a longer, in a relationship, those things are significantly more than just walking me to my vehicle where I might not feel respected or cared for. So if that is not innate in the human being that you're dating, yeah. you will not have enough boundaries. You would be making them all the day, you know, all day long. And you'd be one of the people that was overdoing it too rigid. Well, right. Too, and, you know, cause it wouldn't be a right fit. But I'm right? not saying that you shouldn't give a playbook. I think that's fair. Agree. Particularly in the beginning, but even if you've been long-term, I mean, particularly since everybody's working from home with your spouse now, or, or they're not working and you are, or whatever, or you're both not working, boy, oh boy, there better be some boundaries set right there because there's a new experience for all of us. Quickly. And I do think when situations change in those longer term relationships, whether it's a spouse or uh, siblings or children or whatever, good long friends, as situations change, the boundaries should change. They should. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Gina, I'm going to read some examples of boundaries for our audience. Great. So communicating thoughts, feelings, and needs. Yes. So being clear on that, like we just talked about, even whether you're dating or in COVID or whatever it is, telling others how you want to be treated. So giving them the playbook that you better walk to me to my car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give me some space after my work or whatever it is. Uh, and don't you think um, part of the playbook, especially in an example like the walking me to the car, when you don't walk me to the car, I feel like you don't care for me or respect me. Yes, I think. Therefore, if you do, I would appreciate you walking me to the car. Because I do think ha- explaining why that. That's all in the delivery. Yeah. All in the delivery. Yeah. I just want to make sure to point that out. I think yeah. That's impo- an important step in the I think playbook. it is. Now, you. we know that I didn't say anything about it. I made excuses. But deep down, guess what happened? Yep. I was annoyed. I was fucking annoyed. And you can tell that right now. Yep. Did I ever say I was annoyed? Well, that was unfair. That was unfortunate because I could have blown up the rest relationship sooner. Yes. Which which should have been. Maybe would have been but helpful. It would have been helpful. Mm-hmm. We both know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deciding which problems are yours and which problems <laughs> belong to others. This is a big issue for the Hollykins <laughs> in the past. I feel like I love every, that you called yourself Hollikins. I know <laughs> more than the than the self reporting on this. I oh love my it. god! Because it's I I need to give myself a preposterous name because it's so stupid. But I cannot. Every problem is my problem, <laughs> <laughs> which clearly is not the case. It's not. But yeah. like I could make an excuse for all of it being my problem, and I have to solve it all. And you know, like yeah, yeah, on and on and on. Yep. Okay, so the Hollikins. That's right. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh, uh, oh, God bless it. Okay. Not quote unquote, saving the day and letting others be accountable for their natural consequences of their choices. Yep. This is an area for me. I'm not uh, good at this at no, all. No, because you will be like, oh, you know, you'll discount it. Or like, what is a good I'm gonna, example? I'm going to fix it. I, oh, no. Let me take it I'm on sure when you're that really was my mad. fault because, yes, exactly. Or you're like, I'm sure it's your fault when in reality you don't think it's your fault and then you're at, you're mad at the end. Yes. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is it's, it's this such, is bad for the Gigikins. It's such <laughs> it's such nonsense, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm, okay, having personal space and privacy. So you know you want to like look at your daughter's uh, journal. Forget it. Don't do it. Yes, that's just terrible. Well, and I, I actually was talking with. Um, uh, that's one not, of my good girlfriends, yeah. A from the B, A yeah. from the B, hey. about um, personal space, yeah, and setting those boundaries up because it really is, and and hers is not uh, a bad thing. Just young children that. Oh, you remember mine would come into the bathroom. I was uh, never be at the toilet yes. alone. They'd all just walk in. Yes, uh, that never has worked for me. Boundaries have been up the whole I time. I didn't mind me. it, but like you were like, "What?" I go, "Oh yeah, they're always in the toilet with me." And my mother would walk in while I'm showering. Oh, up until I was hell no. Uh, I mean, within the past ten years, oh, she. Oh my gosh! I don't know. No, she, I'd get pissed off about it, but I wouldn't tell her to get out. Yeah. She started talking to me, and I'm like, "Listen, dude, I can't hear you. The shower's going and." Rub a dub dub. I don't need you in my tub. Okay. (laughs) No, I never had that issue. I was very clear about those boundaries. But I will say, I did not have my own space, and I recently have kind of put my the she shed my uh, my space together. That's that is definitely mine. It smells like me. It looks like me. It's comfortable. It's where I can go and either work, relax, listen to music, podcast, whatever it is that I I want to do that create a space for me. Cause I just never felt like I had one in our home. Um, and if you can need, get one and you have enough space, I say do it. Or it doesn't even have to be a room. It could yeah. just be a corner, a special spot where you sit with things that make you happy or, and, and you know, you might not sit there, but more than 15 minutes a day, but it, it is your space. So I think that's important. Well, having young kids, usually you don't have a lot of space, but I will tell you, I always bought myself flowers every every week. Yeah. I still do. Not, not was it's an is thing. I, yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. I do that. Some people just their space is outdoors. Mm-hmm. That can be helpful. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, okay. Not providing an explanation for your no. Oh, I'm terrible at this. I'm awful. So, so say <laughs> more, help me with that. You, you say yes when you really mean no. I do. I can tell when your yes is really a no. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're 100% right. But I, when it is a no, though, I always feel it has to come with some sort of a... You're getting better at this. I am, but I, it's, it's a, there's it's still a struggle. A, there a post-amble. Some, there's a post-amble with there's the a, no. Yeah, there's an asterisk, <laughs> italicized reason why my, it's a no. But it's gotten... You're right. It has gotten better, but I still do it far too often. Well, because it makes you uncomfortable, and then you think that the asterisk part is going to make you comfortable, and you're still not comfortable. Correct. So why even use the asterisk? Or it doesn't make the other person comfortable either. Because well, they so know. It's really a no. It's a no. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Oh, and, and you can say it nicely. You can say, well, you can say, you can say, it's nothing against you. Um, I, I love spending time with you, um, but I can't, I really can't come this time. Yeah. And no. there's no explanation there. Well, <laughs> I like yours. What this I is the, this is a Holly no. Oh my god. Not a Hollykins. Oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> oh hell no. Oh, oh no. That sounds miserable. I'm not doing that. No. Now, you don't say that to the person. Well, no. But it's a very clear no and I'm sure it's a very hard no to the person too cuz you were there's nothing about that that's 
going to get you. I don't excited. think I have to make an excuse. No, I think I'm no, good at that. You do much. You're re- you're very good at that. But it's interesting how we have our little slippy mm-hmm. slidey slopes, don't we? <laughs> Everybody's different. Yep, we all struggle in a different way. Okay, well, <laughs> you're going to love this one, Gigi. Mm-hmm. Saying no to things you don't have the time, energy, or resources for, and no to the things you don't want to do. Yeah. So time, energy, resources, yeah. and just the shit you just don't want to do. Well, I think COVID has helped me. This this p- period of time has helped me get really clear, slow down enough to get clear about what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And so I have been getting better at this too. Me too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, you, you can't say no to all the things I don't want to do or spend time on at work because they're not mine to spend. Unfortunately, no. in my gig you anyway, to, it's oh, the yeah. HR gig. It's, it's, I got to deal with stuff that I would prefer not to sometimes, but uh, we all do at work. There's yeah. a difference um, from work and then your personal time. But I will say, because of what I do at work, I, I have zero time for relationships that are high drama outside of the office oh, yeah. that are uh, dysfunctional, yeah. unhealthy, where I don't feel like I can be myself and be honest, where I feel like I'm judged or criticized. Zero time for that. I, I love mean, that. Zero. I'm, yeah. And I'm getting clearer and clearer. Or where the relationship is just not natural. It's more work. Yeah. Um, it's, it feels to me anyway, Yeah. more work to keep the relationship going than the value that I'm getting. Right. Or right. or even providing in it for that matter. Right. I'm getting or providing. So I, I love that. I, I agree with you. I think that COVID has naturally things that I don't want to do. My issue sometimes is I like I like to do everything. So I yeah. think I have unlimited resources and unlimited time. You are you have chronic FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh my God. Chronic. <laughs> It's incessant. And so I try to pack everything in and then I'm like, I'm not getting anything done. And so that's, that's mine. But but I don't want to say no. I want to say yes, yes, and yes, because I like it. Well, I will say you can pack a ton of shit in a day that most people cannot and still pull off a lot of work stuff. And you are, you move through the world very efficiently and very quickly. So you, you naturally pack a lot in a day anyway, just by how you're wired and the way you move in the world. And so you you have the ability to maybe not say no to more well, things than some people. Yeah, that's nice of you to say that. I mean, it's actually, I, I didn't realize that. I really thought everybody else was like, what's no. the matter with them? Okay, and then I realized astrologically, we'll go back to that. Astrologically, I, I uh, she's asked, uh, absolutely right. I can pack yeah. in things naturally without it really being packed in. Yes. I drive like my mother crazy. My mother's like, why are you always like, go, go, go? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like I yeah. can get a million things done. Yeah, um, your energy level is incredible. There, too. There's something to that, that I was just blessed with that for, yeah. for, for, you know, from since birth, there's many things I was not blessed with, but <laughs> you got to have one thing. Okay. So I can get shit done. Okay. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh my God. So well, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were definitely blessed with those two. Energy, Energizer Bunny, and the, you just pack a shit ton pack, in. Pack a punch. Holy pack crap. Pack a punch. Yes. Pack a punch. Yep. All right. Well, yep. you know what? Okay, so we want to punch those out. Those are great. Those are great. Those are good. So yep. we want to punch out 2020. We want to do it with healthy boundaries. We want you to think about what makes you just 
uh, uncomfortable mm-hmm. or gives you discomfort. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, and look at where, where you're, where you're being porous with your boundaries. Where do you look like Swiss cheese? Gina, <laughs> is that our, what's our uncorked assignment? <laughs> Swiss cheese. There's I haven't a, had Swiss cheese in forever. My, one thigh that I'm concerned about. It looks a little <laughs> Swiss cheesy, but I'm, I'm getting my Tracy Anderson out. I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. Oh my God. But yes, no, I 100% agree. So our assi- assignment is to do that, to look Just within. one, two, three things yeah. this week. And, and set up start some small. And, and sometimes, like we said, the work ones are easier. So if, if you need a little practice in that area, start at the work. It we say, swear you'll feel better. Oh, 100% better. And you, sure, and congratulate yourself when you do it. Feel the more positive results because that's – if you want more of that, it will encourage you to keep looking for those spaces in your life where you need to, you know, put up some more boundaries. Yep. And just know this VIP is up. This bitch this is up. This bitch is up. <laughs> it's called self Because the boundaries are down. <laughs> boundaries the bitch are, is up. <laughs> this bitch is up. And it's all about self-care, people. All right. Until next time. Take care, everyone. Thanks. See you. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.